Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 27. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. Anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teachings and does not obey them is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Hi friends, uh, if you don't know me, my name's Adrian and it is a unbelievable privilege to be able to share with you again uh, this morning or online at, the, at any other moment that you're watching this. Um, and my hope is that as always, something of what I share here in my home brings some encouragement to you in yours. As uh, Vince has already alluded to, we're starting a new series today, uh, looking at the parables that Jesus told or some of the parables that Jesus told. Um, and in a moment, I want to introduce that bit and we'll get to then look at the scripture that Sarah's just so wonderfully read to us. But to start off with, I just want to just make some opening comments as we're starting this new series looking at parables. Um, now, these parables that Jesus told um, are stories that he used to reveal something of just the wonder of what he was about. And what you find is the stories are profound they're provoking, they're memorable, um, they're often explosive in terms of uh, kind of what they're trying to portray. Um, but within it, they always leave you with a kind of moment of decision of kind of like, well, how are you then going to respond to what this story is sharing? And how's that then going to affect your life? Um, and these stories that Jesus told are set within uh, the narratives of the bigger story of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And so there's different accounts of uh, his life, death, and resurrection. And the, the stories that Jesus told are then placed at significant moments within that narrative to reveal what Jesus is doing. And what you find then is that these parables uh, Jesus uses to reveal something about who he is and the kingdom, the rule and reign that he's seeking to reveal. But they're also, secondly, about how he's seeking to show that this rule and reign is different to what his hearers were hearing, the people of Israel at that moment, and what they were expecting the rule and reign to look like. And then finally, the parables, as I've said, are always looking to bring a response, causing people to say, like, like Jesus wants people to see, like, like how are you going to respond to this? And, you know, for some, they're going to think, well, I, I want nothing to do with this. For others, it's going to transform how they live their lives. See, when we therefore read the parables, we need to understand that they're within a context, a context that Jesus is speaking into. As I've said, that he's speaking to the people of God at that point, Israel, and causing them to realize that the king that they've been hoping for and the kingdom they've been longing for, because at that moment they were kind of being 
dominated by a different rule and reign of the uh, Roman Empire. And they're wanting this king to become the God had always promised that would cause them to then become top dog again amongst all the nations. And Jesus comes and says, no, no, the kingdom that I've come to reveal is way different to what you're expecting. It's way bigger than you could have ever imagined. What I've come to do is to establish God's rule and reign that's going to fill the whole of the earth. It's going to cause all people to come and know and receive it. Not through a kind of war campaign, but through a campaign of love and sacrifice. That Jesus is going to reveal through the ultimate statement and inauguration of his kingdom through his death and then resurrection. And therefore, as we see and hear these stories that Jesus tells, they're within this context of causing a people to uh, have to revolutionize how they see what Jesus is doing and who Jesus is. It isn't what they were expecting. And therefore, we need to understand the context, but secondly, we also need to see, well, what is it that Jesus is meaning through these stories? Uh, meaning that we see for those original hearers. Then from seeing that meaning, we then get to see its significance for us today of these stories have significance to us and how they can shape our lives. And it's with that in mind that I want to look at the story that we're going to look at today from Matthew chapter 7. See, this story is all about a story of builders, two different builders. But before we look at those, I just want to set the story in context. You see, this story that Jesus tells is at the end of what's called the Sermon of the Mount, where Jesus kind of reveals the wonder of the life that the kingdom that he is revealing and establishing brings. And it's completely different to what the hearers of that day were expecting, because you see, actually this kingdom is all about God's rule and reign revealed in your heart. It's going to transform the very core of who you are. And in transforming the core of who you are, it will then affect how you then live. It will cause you to be changed in how you relate to God and how you relate to others. And, and in it, it, it was like revolutionary. It was countercultural to everything of what people were seeing in that day, because a lot somewhere along the line, they've begun to think, well, no, it's often about like how you are like it's looking at your outward appearance and saying like is this good enough and she's saying no no i want your hearts and what you find is there's this uncomfortable moment where just before jesus tells this story that he looks at those listening to him having spoken through the sermon and says actually there's some of you who think that your life is all about god it was actually it's about like just the outward conforming it's about your performance. It's about how you compare to others. And Jesus says, no, no, there's going to come a moment where you think that you really know God, but actually you'll find yourself actually totally distant because God is about transforming your heart and causing you to know his love deep within in order that it would then shape the rest of your life. As so I haven't kind of left his hearers with that, Kind of ringing the ears, he then tells this story, a story about two builders. One, well, both of them actually are building a home. We're not told anything about the home. We're not told like how good it is, whether one is better than the other. It's just that they build home because Jesus isn't 
wanting to focus on the home, wanting to focus on the foundations, the, the kind of point in which they're anchored. You see, Jesus uses this story to, to use the homes to reveal kind of like how people are living. It's like revealing like, this is what your life's like. And what's your life anchored to? And he says, let's focus in then, in this story of one who builds their house on a foundation on rock and one who builds their house on a foundation of sand. So let's look then at this foundation of rock. You see, Jesus looks and tells the story and says, like, there was a, a person who built their home, their life, on a foundation anchored into rock. And then he doesn't kind of give it a moment of like trying to get, keep people guessing of well, what does that look like? Now he is, well, it's anyone who seeks to build their life upon me and my teaching. Anyone who seeks to see that I am the king that you've been expecting. I am the king that you've always wanted. And I'm coming to bring a rule and reign that's to govern and shape your life. That's what he's been talking about. I think anyone who seeks to see me as king or receive me as king and allow my kingship to shape their lives, like they're like someone who's built their life, their home on a rock. And then he says this uncomfortable thing. He says, well, then there's, there's this other foundation. There's this other builder, a builder who builds their home, their life on sand, a foundation of sand. And that foundation, Jesus says, well, that's like anyone. This is where it's uncomfortable. Anyone who's building their home, their life on something that isn't me. Isn't me and my rule and reign. Like, he's looking and saying, man, if you're building your life on your performance, your reputation, your wealth, your relationships, you can discover it's like, it's like sand. Now, the listeners would approach well, man, that's pretty hard hitting. Like, like why? Like foundations are important, but why are you saying that? Well, Jesus then goes, well, because storms come. Storms come and they reveal everything about the foundation. You see, storms come, and we had that experience one this morning, didn't we, where it just sweeps in and you just find the pouring rain ever, everywhere. And, and in it, we don't even question, like, the foundations of the buildings that we're in. We just expect they're just going to stand. And yet Jesus says, no, no, you've got to understand that depending on your foundation, whether you've built on the rock or the sand, it will transform what happens to your life. He says, like storms come in life. Jesus will later on talk about in other stories how storms come through kind of life pressures or suffering or persecution or focus on wealth or what other people think. And those storms come and what you've built on, like either stands or doesn't. Jesus is also pointing not only in the storms of life, but also in this uncomfortable truth that there's an ultimate storm coming, that there's this ultimate storm that he's just spoken of, that one day there's going to be the final judgment where everyone stands before God and gets to understand that they know or not. And in that storm, we're told, like, which foundation stands? 
And in both what Jesus reveals is actually when these storms come, being anchored into who he is and what he's about causes the home to stand, causes your life to stand. But if you've built on the sand, if you've built on other stuff, when those storms come, it causes the home to be destroyed. Like, that's uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to the original hearers of thinking, what, you're saying that on the final day I may be discovered to be wanting? And God's saying that, yeah, Jesus is saying, like, the only way in is through me. But he's also saying, like, in those storms of life, like when stuff happens, it can quickly erode away what you thought was a foundation that you thought was enough in terms of your reputation, your performance, your wealth, you found wanting. See, Jesus just leaves the story hanging. He says, like, how are you going to build? Are you going to build on the rock? Are you going to build on the sand? And with that story ringing in these people's ears, they're left considering, what's my life built upon? Is it built on rock? Or is it built on sand? And for us, that same question is there. What we're left with, what are we building our lives upon? It's like a simple yet profound story. It's explosive in its ramifications of us understanding actually like, what is my life truly built upon? I don't have to do work hard to paint pictures of storms. Reality is we are living within a storm. We know what a storm has felt like as a pandemic swept through our nation and caused us to live in lockdown. Seeing our liberties and freedoms taken away for the benefit of everyone, that we're still living in the ramifications of that pandemic, of wondering with uncertainty of what might happen next in terms of will there be a second wave or what's going to happen to the economy, what's going to happen to people's jobs. And in these storms we're in, it kind of brings the question, what are the foundations that we're building on? See, the reality is this, that if we're building on who Jesus is, and what his rule and reign look like permeating from our hearts outwards. Actually, we're going to find that within the storm, we can know comfort. That yes, we're shaken. Yes, it can feel overwhelming. We find that our lives are anchored raw and true. But the reality is that sometimes as the storm hits, as this storm is hitting, that yes, we know that our foundation is in Jesus, but we start to realize that there's other things that we've started to allow our life to be built along next to him. Maybe it's in terms of our economic stability, our results for exams. Maybe it's in terms of what others think about us, our reputation. Maybe it's in terms of the relationships we have. And we suddenly realize that as the storms hit, it's kind of caused us to suddenly see some of those things eroded. And we realize, man, I, I feel slightly unanchored. I feel like my life is giving a bit. Like, 
like, have you felt that? I, I know I have. Like, I know I'm anchored in Jesus, but then I begin to realize that the storm has hit. There's some parts of my life allowed a, to be built on a different foundation. Like, sometimes for me, it's like what others think. Like, it's my reputation. Sometimes it's like being in control of my future. And I think, yeah, yeah, I, it's all okay, therefore I am okay. And what this storm's done is it come and hit that, and I've realized, man, that's not firm. Therefore, I've had to reassess and say, Jesus, I surrender everything again. I want you to be the rock on which I built every part of my life. I'm sorry for where I've built elsewhere, and I come and, and, and dig back into you and say, Jesus, you're king over every part. I want your rule and reign to be felt in every part of my life. Because some of us, as the storm is hitting, exposes some parts of our life that Jesus isn't the foundation. And we've got to come back and say, Jesus, I want you to be the total foundation. But maybe in this moment, you're someone who said, but I've never made Jesus my foundation. And you know what it's like to live through the storm that we're living with. And you kind of think, my life just feels like I'm being blown from one thing to the next. There is no anchor point. Maybe today is the day where you begin to discover that Jesus offers you the firm foundation that you're longing for. That his life, death and resurrection promise you a life to be founded on his love. That then transforms who you are, how you then live in relationship to God and to others. And you can have that simply saying, Jesus, I receive you. I receive everything of you. Maybe it's, you know, at that point, maybe it is that you want to ask more questions. And I, I encourage you, like, like, make contact with us because we want to chat. We want to talk through the questions that you've got. But for all of us, this story of Jesus, of two builders, questioning us of saying, what are we building our lives upon? Invites us to ponder and consider. Let's not be quick to answer. Let's use this coming week to just allow the simplicity and wonder of this story to permeate every part of our being.